This video is sponsored by Shopify. Hey. By the way, thanks for wearing a shirt. Looks good. It's a good shirt. I like this shirt. Soda. Uh, but I didn't see it. Wow. Way to promote it. I've Still seen her shirt. in another show. It's got the space with the gas. I saw her in a different band. show. I like Soka. We, we, I just didn't we, see her we, show. We've moved on to my shirt now. <laughs> We're now off of your shirt and on to my shirt. And I appreciate everyone from the last week who just bought a bunch. So thank you guys so much. It's an amazing way to support the channel. Thank you guys very much. Love it. Love it. Love to see you wearing them. It's a win-win. All right. Well, we got one more episode to watch. We got to watch that ASAP. We got to watch it ASAP. ASAP Rocky? ASAP Rocky. ASAP Roxy. Mm-hmm. I love that we're doing this right now. What'd you think of the episode? I am really concerned that we are going into the finale right now. Way to start off negative. And that I'm not going to be emotionally okay when this show season one is wrapped. I feel okay, unbelievably that was... invested in this. All right. Yeah. No, it's inv- I'm very invested too. You've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I totally am. We have. I have so many questions, and I know that this deserves a season two. So we're only going to get some answers, and it's like I this this show. I'm thinking about it all the time. Uh I'm thinking about what makes somebody good, what makes somebody bad, the gray, everything. Last episode was no different. It's just like uh, this show's great, and that was a great penultimate episode. Yeah, I mean, it seems like there's more love and forgiveness in hell than there is in heaven by every means. Yeah. But like, there's also, like, more manipulation. It seems like they're about the same. Because it's an end game, you know? Like, if you are on earth and you think you got to heaven and the only reason you were being good was to get to heaven, then you can drop the act. Mm-hmm. But if you were on earth and you were didn't care about it and you went to hell and now you're in hell... Maybe you're just being your truest self. Yeah. So I think we're seeing a lot of that. And you're right. Like when we saw the the person with Vaggie, mm-hmm. she seems like a really good person. When we go to Cannibal Town, they seemed like good people, even Susan. And Alistair right now, I know he's going to pull the wool over us. Mm-hmm. Is that the expression? Pull the wool over you? I was just uh, saying, yeah, because- Pull I... the wool over my eyes? Pull the- Wood? Wool? It's definitely not wood. Yeah, you wouldn't pull wood over my eyes. Well, that would be smashing. Me. Yeah, <laughs> don't put the wood. Over Smash that wood in my eyes. <laughs> That's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> oh, in hell. Uh, but I'm just saying that I think that there's there's a lot to be discovered in this next episode, and this was a great penultimate to set us up and show us that there are some people here they're setting us up for heartbreak with Alistair. I can feel it coming. We know Lilith is is hanging over us, but I have a prediction Mm -hmm. because I haven't rambled enough yet. My my, my (laughs) prediction is because I've let you do all the time. Please. It's okay. Uh, You know how a few episodes ago we saw that glimpse of Lilith, but we didn't see her face. Mm, Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm talking uh, about? Don't they have like photos of her on the wall? Um, there's that one photo when we go to his place that we see of her and of the, of, uh, I get what you're talking about about the flashback uh, and the memory of the dad. Yeah. I think that they didn't cast her yet and they didn't fully want to show her face and motion of her and her body yet Mm. because they're saving it for season two. So I'm theorizing that we're not going to see Lilith in this episode, in the next episode. Maybe it'll be a tease. Yeah, like from behind kind of thing. But I don't think that, I think we would have seen if we were going to see. Yeah. Well, 
As terms of that, I, I have no idea. But in terms of this episode, I really think that we could be... I think what they're setting up for Charlie is something that could be more compelling and conflicting because this was the one of steering her in the direction of leadership. And so far, we've seen her as like this altruistic human being. Not a human being. Well, yeah, angelic being. And But that's the point. You're just a being. And she's an altruistic being and cares about her people, cares about people in general. And it seems like Alistair's pushing her in the direction to be more of that, you know, stereotyped Lucifer, you know, conqueror of hell. So he could be the whisperer in her ear. And so I think we can be down a, yes? You did the... Yes. No, I'm saying yes. I agree with you on that. I thought there that. was a, a thing you were going to be like, let me... Well, I... I just because apparently I like cutting you off today, I guess. Uh, I think that you're completely right. And also, we know that he's on a leash. Yeah. So it can't just be that. It, that's mm. one layer. Good point. But it's not, it can't be the only layer. Clearly, he wants to be her right-hand man. Right. But it's got to be for a greater purpose than just to have power because he's on somebody else's leash. That's very true. Regardless, I think it's a great point. I think it's a great call to to take your main character and you, you got to add like inner conflict more, you know? And, and I think that sets her up for a season two, depending on how the finale goes, of course, of uh, it, because it, it seems like Lucifer, ha- there was a portrayal of Lucifer that we have going, like I'm talking prior to Hasman hotel, the idea of what you have of what a Lucifer is. And then this show presents to you what a Luc- what their version of Lucifer is, and it's not at all what you think he'll be like. But Lilith is the one who's been kind of shrouded and mysterious and ominous, and maybe she's a little bit more on the darker path. Well, what's the the rule? Do you remember the lore here? They talked about it in the first episode of the of the with the Amazon show, not the pilot, of something with like when Lilith and, and Lucifer fell in love. She's the one who created hell, right? Is that is that what the lore is? I don't. That's why he's king of hell and she's queen of hell, and then. Charlie's uh, princess, right? I don't remember if Lilith created it. I know I watched the show Lucifer and Lilith was on there and Lucifer was doing really well and Lilith was the more evil one on that show. Yeah, so I think that when you're pushing Charlie into a direction where she can possibly get more in tune, because you see her getting pushed to the brink of things. Like she's, It seems like this whole thing with the cannibals, uh, cannibal society, where a lot of people are sort of feigning pleasantries and... You know, she's like, no, 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 they're just singing along. It's a big part of the plan. She could be the good princess. But, but when you see Alistair and her talking together, you can see they're like kind of conniving and scheming about this. It's where Charlie, That's why Charlie's always like, no, I don't want you to be in this like murderous path. I'm just trying to be a leader. But you see these glimpses where Charlie will snap and that, that ruthless side comes out of her. Like the show's smart to ground it in you're on her side. Like, for example, she gets vexed by Susan. And she, she's like, F you. Da, da, da. She goes off. She goes off on Alistair at the beginning of this. So you're still on her side. It's still on her perspective. It doesn't seem like she's just being malicious or, or any kind of like, you know, evil intent. However, you can see that darkness in her that is still, you know, kind of maybe just simmering in there a little bit pushed down that could possibly come out. And it seems like to me what that's what Alistair wants to magnify uh, from within her. And that would give him more motivation for the episode where he clearly doesn't, he's competing with her dad, with Lucifer, mm-hmm. and he wants her to be less like Lucifer and maybe more like Lilith. Because yeah. oh, they're, they're be definitely wrong. tied together. No, I think that there's no way that mm. Alistair and Lilith aren't tied together. They were gone for the same amount of time. Right. We haven't seen Lilith. We know he's on somebody else's 
uh, chain. True. I think for that reason. And also, if you see it, a lot of design on this show, have you noticed all the apples around, the mm-hmm. serpents around the apples? Like, there's a lot going on here that has reference to Lilith mm-hmm. and to creation. And I think that the there's they're definitely hand in hand and Alistair probably is going to struggle with this as well because he really it does seem like he does have genuinely fond feelings of um of our why am I forgetting our main girl's name Charlie Uh, Charlie yeah I almost called her Agatha yeah it's a different girl well Agatha's nobody I mean, you know, you can't say that about Agatha. We have a huge Agatha audience. Catherine Hahn is Agatha. Exactly. So Agatha is totally somebody. She's a-, a witch. Agatha explains it all. Yeah. That's the name of her show. That's the, that was a song. <laughs> Agatha explained it all. <laughs> Thank you to Shopify for sponsoring, which is what we use for our merch store and is our game-changing partner in e-commerce. You don't need to be tech savvy to understand. It allows individuals and businesses to create and manage online stores, offering tools for sales, payments, marketing, and inventory management. It's worth trying out because of its user-friendly interface, extensive customization options, comprehensive suite of features that cater to businesses of all sizes. Their checkout system unmatched. It's 36% more effective at converting visitors into buyers than other platforms. And let's not forget, Shopify magic. The AI tool that elevates your business with minimal effort. But seriously, reflecting on our journey using Shopify for www.rejectnationshop.com, it's been transformative. The transition, smooth, growth, exponential. Thank you again, Reject Nation. From simplifying sales to scaling our offerings, Shopify has been a cornerstone of our success. And Shopify isn't just for us. It powers 10% of US e-commerce, backing businesses big and small in over 175 countries. Their award-winning support, always there to guide you. So ready to join the revolution? Sign up for Shopify at only a dollar a month at shopify.com slash rejects. All lowercase, shopify.com slash rejects. Start your Shopify success story now. Let's grow together with Shopify team. How did you like the songs during this? I think this is the most heartfelt episode of them all. It's probably the least one of the lower. That's the weird thing. I still really liked it a lot. I'd even venture to say I loved it. Uh, it's, it's probably the le- one of the less impactful ones to me and that goes in conjunction to answer your question about the songs i think the songs are good everything's great like it's still great it's just out of the superiority of this animated adult musical series that has been a phenomenon it if i had to do a ranking of overall episodes be like no i still really enjoyed it a lot it's just a little bit on the low the What's a nicer word that is not bottom tier that gets misconstrued? I hope you guys understand what I I'm saying. I feel the maybe. exact same yeah. way that you do where <laughs> yeah. it's like we're, all these episodes are yeah. above great. Yeah. So it's like this one is the one that's closer to great as opposed to excellent, excellent. Yeah. Like and it, it is still really good. But this one had to do a lot of heavy lifting, lifting for setup. And mm-hmm. I Pull will, the wood over your eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I will commend... Amazon because clearly they knew how what they were doing with these release schedules. Totally. This they're releasing seven and eight together. So this didn't have to be your favorite episode. Um, like I think for me and you right now, probably I love all the episodes, but episode four was the most impactful on us, I think. Oh, definitely. Where it was like, holy crap, this show is really going for it. Yeah. So I'm kind of expecting that from eight as well. It seems like they do that one-two punch. Mm-hmm. So of one and two, two, uh, three and four. Well, I, I sort of feel like every episode has been great as a great standalone episode, regardless of the fact that they always end in a way where you, you would need to watch the next one to continue the story and finish it. 
Uh, this was the one that I really feel like was part one of a finale. Yes. Where, as opposed to just a solid episode seven, it I, I, I weirdly had this inclination of, should we just have watched both immediately back to back instead of pausing to make separate videos? Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, A and B. I know what it, you mean. It, yeah, that was, uh, but none of the other episodes made me feel that way. But this was the first one that made me go, I wonder. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see, guys. But what did you think? Where would you rank this episode? Leave your thoughts in the typey comments down below. That would mean the world to Emma and to, uh, her, her, what's her in Spanish? Hermano? That's brother. Is she Aya? Shea? Uh, what? She would be Aya. Aya? Leave it down to she, Shea? What's Shea? Is, I'm asking like I'm she saying would be Aya, but and was not Spanish. What's Emma? I don't know what you're saying. I said that make Emma happy. Uh, maybe that's French. Hmm. Para mí, or some type of ancient Romanian language that has been lost. Muy bien centuries. para mí. <laughs> para ti. Is that Hebrew? No, <laughs> Spanish. No. <laughs> I only know like three Hebrew words. Bad Jew. No, well, Hebrew is not the Jewish language. Aramaic. No, it's Yiddish, bro. Mm, We've gone off the rails. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. So are you a Chinese communist? I'm from Singapore. <laughs> you seen that going around? No, what? <laughs> the Senate, when they were interrogating the TikTok guy. Oh, the two dudes? So the guy was like, are you a Chinese communist? And he's like, I'm from Singapore. He's like, so you're oh, a no. member of the Communist Party. Like, no, I, I'm from Singapore. <laughs> and they didn't understand. Yeah, there you go. That's like, amazing. I got a copy. Nope. So I served in the military. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Patron shout out. Landon Miller. London. Welcome to your shout out, my friend. Oh. Is this first one? You yes, must so. have upgraded. Yeah, look out. It's time for a classic shout-out. <laughs> you're going to regret this. Oh, you're going to hate this. So, what we like to do is take your name, figure out the acronym for it, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to say what comes to mind. L stands for licking my butthole. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> A st- <laughs> A stands up, for anal retentive, which I'm sure you are not. N stands for nice guy. Yes, D stands for the D, which I'm sure you're slinging all around T, O-W-N. O stands for the shape of your mouth when you're by my anus. <laughs> <laughs> One of us had to get there, and and N stands for nuts, where uh, I'm sure you've got huge ones, man. Just just like the craziest, craziest, nuts. craziest nuts, man. D's nuts don't even come close. Well, we've come this far. M stands for hey, um, martyr. Oh, sure, because. He would still be willing to die in the good reject name, mm-hmm. even if it meant us, you know, doing what we're doing right yes, now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, I stands for um, industrious, as I'm sure you are an enterprising and, and you know, a creative human being. L stands for loquacious. 
Is that even a word? <laughs> the world may never know. Is it just something Greg thought of? Could be. Maybe you arrived at it Is that the definition of loquacious? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other L stands for uh, lugubrious. What does it mean? Comment if you're actually watching this shout out with the definition so that I can commit it to memory. E stands for eternal because you will forever be <laughs> laying down with my face, my butt on your face. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, and, and I think it only would be appropriate that R stands for rimming, as you know that will Too bring. Vulgar, the, no, we had to come full circle in this shout out. So you know, it was the only one. Play. It could be anything though. You maybe you're just uh, you know doing a rim shot on your drums there. Maybe that's your version of rimming, or maybe uh, it's just polishing up the rims on your car. It doesn't have to be gross, man. I just wanted to say, you know, we've done the first patron of the month shout outs it's kind of deal for people so many times when it comes to the acronyms. And I really just wanted to experiment here and yeah. make sure you were loyal enough because that's really what the L stands for in your name. Oh, double dose of see loyalty. What I did? It's a test of Triple loyalty. Dose. He's got so many L's. To see if you. Would still be willing to stay pledged yeah. in spite this is a test. of this shout out. This is a test. You just got Landon Miller. Look out. I hope you're happy. I hope you're satisfied. I am drafting an apology. <laughs> dearest <laughs> Landon <laughs> Miller. Tomorrow Morty. My dearest bro. <laughs> We're all friends here, right? It's satire. Thanks, Landon Miller. We appreciate you. 